Ecto. Okay. Oh, wonderful. <clears throat> this time. We love that. Yes. So yes. welcome, everybody, to the third episode of the No Time for Time podcast. Thank you, thank you. Um, my, I guess, fourth guest this time is going to be the always great Liam Foley. So welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, I'm so happy this is working this time. When Sam and I did it, it was like a shit show. We spent like 45 minutes trying to get the audio and then by the time it actually worked for the episode it was like crackly for the first like two minutes yeah i was a little worried there but it seems to be working good hey it worked it worked so i have Mm. a bunch of questions for you there they're great um here my first question it's a good one uh what's going on with the beard the beard yeah i don't know um I, i like it but like i don't know I also I, can't, like, picture you without a beard now. Yeah. Um, so I started... So obviously during quarantine, none of us were doing anything, obviously. Of course. And I have always hated shaving in the first place. I was like, hmm, let me just grow it out. And then kind of grew it out for about a month and a half. And then um, one morning I woke up and I was like, eh, let me let me shave this. And just see how I look again without any facial hair. But it wasn't to the point where it is now. Um, so I shaved it and I was like, oh my God, I have to go back. I have to go back. I have to throw it out again. I look awful. I hate the way I looked. Um, so then just started growing it out and learning about it, learning how to take care of it, which I didn't actually think there'd be so much to it, but you have to like oil it and shit. Yeah. You have to oil it. You have to wash it the right way. I usually wash mine like every other day with just hair shampoo and then, I have two different products that I put in it. One's more of like a cream um, that is usually used. I usually use to like style it downwards and whatnot. Um, And then the beard oil just smells good. And it's good for the skin underneath because a lot of personally for me, what happens is if I, if I wash it like three or four days in a row and then I don't Mm -hmm. put anything in it, the skin underneath it will get really irritated. Yeah. Um, So the beard oil really helps with that. And then the other products just awesome for styling it feels good in my face and whatnot it looks I actually good. just trimmed it yesterday perfect yeah um see i, I like i could grow like a beard or like a mustache but it's like mm-hmm. patchy and tyler's like, like, yeah i'm not doing that see that's the thing though is like everybody's like oh it's it's patchy it's itchy yada 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 like mine was too you just have to kind of push like suck it up and go yeah. through that phase where everybody's like yeah because, like, I went through it, too, but now everybody's like, oh, it looks good. Because I have a baby face, so I feel like it would, yeah, like... Yeah, I did, too. I mean, I would, like, the, yeah, you, grow you knew a few me. years. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I would hope so, at least. Tyler's actually growing a beard, too, now. His, his is starting to look good, too. <laughs> okay, that's good. Yeah. I can't see him with the beard. I would have Neither to see it I. in person. Neither could I, but it's getting there. He is, a, he is actually very red red hair in his face, so really? it's kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah, that is interesting. You never know. Me, Might run uh, in this family. Me, Joe, and uh, Tyler have been trying to push Nathan so hard. Really? He, he just oh won't do God, it. Oh my God, I can't see Nathan with a beard. Oh, that's just, weird. Dude, he looks like so intimidating if he had a beard. Yeah. Yeah, he would. Are you kidding me? It'd like, be, like, imagine scary. Like, Nathan with like a thick like Viking beard. You'd be like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, he would look like a Viking. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, because he's already like big. He just, yeah. just needs like the height. Exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's short. Don't he you knows. dare! Don't you dare diss Nathan Emery like that. <laughs> he knows. He knows. Um, I'm trying. Yeah, I, I love have, it. it. It looks good on you. I feel like if I grew it out, I'd be like, eh, I don't need this. But then if I shaved, I'd be like, mm, I look real back. young. Yep. That's yeah. <laughs> also helped a lot. Like, I go down to the little gas station uh, down the street, Race Mart, right next to Dunks. Mm-hmm. And that guy never IDs me anything for anything. Perfect. And I'm not even talking about that. <laughs> Ever since I grew it. I mean, I used to get ID'd everywhere. And now, nothing. Yeah, it makes you look older. Like, a yeah. lot older. Which I appreciate, because I kind of have a, a higher pitch voice anyways. So, oh, I appreciate. Too. Yeah. <sighs> I can hate that. But it, uh, <laughs> Tell me about it that. Definitely, so it definitely helps. Wow, you turned 21 soon, though, right? Mm-hmm. April 20th for 2020. Oh, it's coming up. 21. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's Can't a good wait. birthday. It's an excellent birthday. Well, oh, besides all the tragic you. events on it. <laughs> well, yeah, but it fits you. Um, yeah. I have a bunch of questions here, but I don't know if I like any of them anymore. I'm an open book. Pretty much ask me anything. I, I know. I know you are. I feel like that's... Uh, that's what I have over. I have one of the questions was about ELR, which I don't even know what that stands for. Something leadership retreat. Emerging leaders retreat. There we go. But that's. I think that's where I met you first. I feel. Yeah, probably. Well, maybe before that, but like, yeah. Probably in passing, but like, I don't think we talked to ELR. Uh-uh. I didn't really talk oh. to anybody. Everybody was kind of like, "Who the fuck is Liam Kid?" And I had my own like circle, and I didn't really go outside of that. But now I have like yeah, a bunch of people. Yeah, me too. I which know I like really everybody, appreciate. which I don't like, but yeah, yeah. Once you kind of deep dive and then you get into Greek life, you kind of like, mm, yeah. Especially since you have like the Fab and SGA and the OSD side, like you kind of completed the circle by joining Greek life, and now you kind of have like multiple. Avenues. I gotta cut one of them out. No, you already know which one you're cutting out. <clears throat> yep. Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna talk about elr but i don't think that's it was boring oh i mean you're my branching off of that what did you think of orientation this year oh i fucking hated orientation so i'm not an orientation leader again it was awful doing it nope i'm gonna see if i can like nope if we can push it that way nope nope but my maria and ben already came to me begging joe came to me begged hank came to me and begged hank came to me he's like are you doing orientation i was like no i don't think so he's like oh did they not have enough people I honestly don't know their numbers right now, but if they really need it, maybe. Like, if they're, like, dying and desperate for help, I might. But other than that, I don't think so. I just yeah, really didn't if, enjoy if it. They're, if they're I mean? all, like, begging for you, then you can, like, say, these are my terms. Exactly. When they, like, when you, yeah. That's yeah. smart, actually. Yeah. But it was, I, 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 I mean, know, it wasn't a regular orientation process, obviously. Yeah, obviously it wasn't. And I just... I think there could have been, I mean, obviously the short notice didn't really help, but I feel like in that no. short notice, see the problem that I see with like Fishburg State University and the Office of Student Development, even all the other offices on campus, and this it goes with any other state school, is there's so much red tape and bullshit in this school because there's such a hierarchy that we have that mm-hmm. we have to, you know, 
oh, the students are going to give us what they want. And then we have to decide, oh, can we go to the higher ups with that? And then we have to, you know, talk to the students again and revise and then back to them. And then they have to go to the higher ups and the higher ups say, oh, this is what we want. So then it goes back down to Hank and them and then it's to the students. And then it's this endless thing. It's and then so annoying. it's four weeks later, a month later, and then a decision's finally made. That's why, in for Greek Council in particular, that's why I'm just saying fuck it, and I'm just making decisions. I'm not voting. I'm I not would. going to Reba. I'm not going to anybody. I'm just making fucking decisions and getting shit done because historically, people haven't been able to get shit done because they don't want to put in the work and they just want to ask. It's better to. It's easier to to ask for forgiveness than it is to ask for permission. Ask for permission. And that's the way yep. that I've always lived, and that's kind of my approach to everything. And if, if I, I have a your... shitty idea and fuck up, then I'll yeah, make that's... amends and admit that yep. I was wrong. But other than that, that's fine. I can just do my own thing. If I were you, I would just push out to eboard and be like, you have till the end of the day today, and whatever I decide is what's going to happen, but you can put in your two cents, maybe sway. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's easier that way, because I, there's so much red tape. It's not that I don't that trust shit. them, it's just... You don't want to go through the whole process because yeah. it's so annoying. It's so annoying. It's so time consuming. It's so counterproductive. It's like tiring at the end of the day. Exactly. I don't know. And it's, it's just it's, the thing is, is like I love hearing people's inputs and their opinions, but at the end of the day, like ninety percent of the time, my mind's already made up, and then I'm and just I gonna really sit care. there for an hour and a half and just try to convince you otherwise, and then eventually yep. maybe you come around, and then I just wasted an hour and a half of my time because you couldn't admit that you were wrong. Yep. Or that your idea wasn't the right, you know, course of action. See, like, I love student government and all that, but that's exactly what it is. It's like, oh, yeah, exactly. you have to go through all this red tape and all this shit. And, no, like, thanks. last uh, uh, last um, year, I was, like, doing collaborations and events for SGA. Oh, and I they wouldn't let me, they wouldn't even let me put on any, like, good events to get students, like, they are oh. interacting, like, because I had, like, a budget of, like, $500 to put on, like, six events. I can't do that. That's insane. You know, And it's... then they wouldn't <clears throat> let me go to Joe, either. To, like, go get more money. So strange. So I was like, this, I'm done with this. Don't even put me on this, Maria, this year. Yeah. What blows my mind is that um, the budget for FAB is just so insanely large. I just Not this year. It. Sucks. Well, yeah, I know, but in years past, I just, I don't see how, not per se fair, obviously, because it's, it's for the whole university. It's not for one specific club. You know what I mean? It's for all mm-hmm. students. doesn't matter yeah. if you're in Greek life, you're black, white, gray, doesn't matter. Anybody can come to them. It's just strange to me that the budget is so large. And then I see the events that they put on. And I'm like, hmm. Where's the money going? Now, I know, obviously, there's bigger events like the Carnival, which obviously costs a shit ton. Yeah. But, like, the smaller events that they put on, like, how is this money really adding up, and how could we better disperse it between clubs and organizations? It, it's really frustrating, because obviously the last two years I've been in it, one, I was a chair, and this year I'm, like, the treasurer. Mm-hmm. So I get to see all, like, the money going in and out. And the people with, like, the most creativity, or that seem to have the most creativity always have the smallest budgets yeah so you have the people that really like don't want to put in the time and effort and like continue to look and they have like 13 grand to work with where the people that like 
really want to push the boundary and make like a really great event have like four grand to work with for the whole year yeah exactly and it sucks there's like because, no correct allocation yeah the problem with this university is that everybody's so opposed to change everybody's like oh this is just the way we've always done it mm-hmm. okay I think, fine so i mean if that's what we want to do then we're going to be doing the same shit for the next 30 years yep that's so fucking stupid i think next year um because i'm gonna go i think i might drop a GA pick up fab president and kind of make like a little board of like a bunch of clubs that like are like presidents, vice presidents, members, all that. And it's just like an idea is like brainstorm and like yeah. anybody can take from it. Brain trust. Yeah, literally. Think tank. But I think we just need a bunch of ideas that like people across the board will enjoy because the thing that fab has an issue with and most like clubs is attendance. We put all this work and all this money into it, and then you have, like, five people show up. Yeah. Yep. So. And that's, I mean, that's that's a big problem across everything Greek life, SGA, FAB, clubs, because people, I mean, it, at the end of the day, it is college, and you're here for your academic education. And mm-hmm. sure, sometimes that gets busy. And the majority of, of members of, since we have such a small campus, our involved group of students are mainly kind of, cross meshed between groups so it's hard for attendance to to really be there because everybody's so overstretched and over involved yeah it um, does seem to be the same people yeah you know what i mean you look yeah. at the e-boards how many how many are matched across fucking bunch exactly <laughs> all of them and that's why i just do one that way i can just pour all my energy and time and effort into it i wish yeah i'm stretched too thin mm-hmm Sucks. But I was I was thinking about it like this semester. Uh, I was thinking for obviously like work and being home and everything. Like when am I actually in a meeting? And depending on like what it's for, it's mostly all SGA. Yeah. Like I have a meeting for SGA Tuesday, Monday. I have one Wednesdays like once a month. Thursdays once a month. Like, ugh. I'm done. Yeah, it's assessing. Actually, yep. looping back to ELR, you want to hear a funny story? Yeah, um, let's hear it. So I forget who my cabin was. I think it was uh, Juan, me, Carter, Connor, I think, for the for the room at ELR. All and, your APD um, friends. Yep. And I had uh, – I brought my dad pen with me. <laughs> and I think I had a disposable at the time or something. And uh, I took a huge rip of my dad pen. And I pop the window open and I pull the shades apart and I blow it out. And then suddenly I hear <laughs> – I hear – who's smoking in there and i was like oh fuck because i mean i was still new to the campus i didn't know what the fucking vibe was or anything like that and Alyssa, an ec comes to the window and uh. she's like she's like i don't care she's like, have <laughs> as much fun as you want and i was like oh okay Jesus okay good Christ. we love that yeah i was like <laughs> oh boy that would have been a bad start to this adventure <laughs> no it's fine no one cares in the end even like if, if like reba saw you do that she'd be like I guess just stop, and then yeah. like that'd be the end of it. And yeah, you can exactly. Just do whatever you wanted. Yeah. I don't know. You just got to find the right people to roll with, because if yeah. if you got a few people, they'll just defend you, and you're good. Yeah, exactly. That's why I bring Maria everywhere. That's why I. Uh, <laughs> I've actually been talking to Hank a lot. He's actually been awesome over winter. Really? Staff. Yeah. I think um, there was. Two week point, two week section, uh, winter winter staff that Shane mm. wasn't in the office, and 
Hank seemed like a totally different person. He was super energetic, funny. He was cracking jokes. He was hanging out with us, just chit-chatting. And I was like, this, I've never seen this Hank before. <laughs> it was so strange. And then, like, as soon as Shane came back, it was like a light switch. Just That's weird. Completely different person. Maybe st- Shane just, like, stresses him out. I think so. I think that's what it is. But uh, nothing's come of the club offices, though, from what I've heard. But they look better. Oh, my God. They look – there's two working cubicles in there now. That's what we love. It's – you'll have to take a look at it eventually. Um, It's completely different. And we – I pushed that idea so hard. I went to Hank. I didn't even go to Joe. I was just like, Hank, we should do this. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. So me, Tyler, Joe, Nathan – and Hank went down and spent like four or five hours cleaning it out. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. it's like the effort of everybody that would be like great. Yeah, and it, it, we were all laughing, joking, having a great time. It was awesome. Awesome time. Hey, that's nice. Yeah. I wish. I know. Um, hmm. I have social life as a question. And I social then life. I put, I know it consists of one thing, and then I tabbed weed. That's it. That's that was the whole question. It's a good question. Um, my I feel like I've never always... seen you like drink or anything. I feel like you're always like, oh in well, the corner like stoned. No, see, my tolerance is so high. Like, I'm never really bugging. Like, I can get as really as high as I want and be completely fine. I love drinking. I I enjoy drinking. I think it's great. My dad was an alcoholic, um, so like, there's obviously that fear behind it. But... Yeah. Gotta toe the line. Yeah, exactly. But I've also learned exactly what my body wants and needs. Um, yep. It's also a little more dangerous for me to drink with diabetes too, because oh, yeah. while I'm getting really stoned, I can still have like pretty like conscious thoughts and like I can check my sugar levels and I can make sure I'm eating. Not when while I'm you're drunk, drunk, I'm like, yeah, it just goes right out the window. Um, but I drink. I, I enjoy drinking. I actually uh, had a really good bottle of whiskey this past week. It was delicious. Um, but I'm more of a, a casual drinker. Like, I enjoy trying, like, nice drinks. Like, I wouldn't walk down to the store and get a Four Loco and then shotgun it. Like, just not it's, my speed. I don't know. It's not fun. Yeah, it's not fun. I just prefer to smoke a blunt or, you know, just do edibles or take a couple dabs. It's just That's just my I've thing. I've never done edibles. I don't know. They edibles scare are, me. Edibles are scare everybody. But... The problem with edibles is everybody's like, oh, yeah, edibles, cool. This is like 300 milligrams. Let me take like half of it when they barely smoke. And then obviously they have a super bad time because yep. it's a lot. They have no idea what they're doing. Their tolerance isn't there. And they just bug out and they're like, oh, no, never again. Never going to touch them. They're terrible. But if you do a small dose and you actually learn how to take them and you do like say you do 50 at a time and then you're like for an hour and a half, you're like, oh, OK, this is how I feel. So then you take mm-hmm. another 50. And then the next day, you'd be like, oh, okay, that's how 100 made me feel over three hours. Let me take 100 right now and then see how it feels. People just dive into weed and especially edibles like they're nothing. And that's usually what happens is they just dive right in. They have a terrible experience and they're like, nope, never again. Yep. But they're a ton of fun. They're a great way to consume because there's no negative side effects. You're not inhaling any smoke. You're literally just eating food. It just it's kind of my again. favorite part, though. What, smoking? Yeah, I kind of like the smoke. Yeah, me too. No, I agree. There's nothing... I, I love I love using glass, like a bong or a bowl, but um, definitely a joint is, mm-hmm. is very relaxing. 
Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Um, the um, what was it? The first time I smoked was with like some of my brothers. Like the first time I rushed. Yeah. So like a year or two ago, mm-hmm. and I they got me like so high, and we literally hotboxed like seventy seven that I was like sunk into the couch and it was like hard for me to like stand. Yeah. I was like, this is awful. But then I like gave it a second chance and I was fine with it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's actually funny. I didn't smoke throughout high school at all. Um, so no, me fr- neither. My freshman or, year in college. Uh, I, yeah, neither, neither did I. I, I was like, like buck wild. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> um, I'm not touching that stuff. I don't know what it is. Yada, yada, yada. I was like I'm fine being sober and then um I got diagnosed diabetes and a week later I was just super bored and my buddy had this THC lemonade um so I was in Rhode Island at the time I was at New England Tech oh nice and um it's not right school (laughs) it's not great (laughs) (laughs) it's terrible um it was 125 milligram THC lemonade and he was selling them it was like 15 bucks a pop and I was like well I don't want to pay for that that's interesting (laughs) yeah and he's like well, I'll give it to you on one condition. And he's like, you have to drink the whole thing. And I was like, <sighs> I was like, all right, give me it. That was like my first time ever. Like I had hit a dab pen once or twice, but like for two seconds at a time. So I never really got high. I drank mm-hmm. his lemonade and I shit you not. I was fucking so fucked up. I was really? so, so high. And it was so much fun. It was a great night. Never forget it. You never forget like the first time that you're like uh-uh. hi hi. It's like it's like it, it etched in your head. Um, so that was that was that, and then I just started smoking with them, and then a week later I did mushrooms. I've never done those. Mushrooms are really interesting. They I, seem I, like an interesting time. See, I've always strayed away from acid because acid is built in a lab. It's a chemical compound, but mushrooms natural are, are a natural plant they're natural chemicals so i had less of a a time of like oh justifying it um so i took five grams my first time which is called like a hero dose mm-hmm. because usually most people take 2.5 to 3.5 depending on their height and weight mm-hmm. um i tripped for about 11 hours um i took it actually right around 4 30 I went. I went to uh, the dining hall. That was a good one. Good thing about New England Tech, the food was absolutely amazing. Really? Yes, the food was delicious. That's and their only like enough, saving grace, though, right? Oh yeah, funny, <laughs> yeah. Funny enough, um, Chartwells actually does the food there too. I don't get that then, because our food blows. It must be the budget that they're allowed to use. You know what I mean? Oh. Their suppliers, what they can and can't buy. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I went and I got a bacon cheeseburger. At the dining hall. Freshly made right in front of my eyes. Sounds so good. Yeah. Um, grabbed a bunch of snacks because they had the snacks that they have. Oh, my God. And you got you got uh, $250, too. And we had a Starbucks. Oh, that would be one thing I would change. I'd look more at the dining hall if I, like, got to redo my college experience. Yeah. Me, too. It makes or breaks that. Yeah. Um, so having Starbucks was fucking awesome. But anyways, yep. we got a bunch of snacks, got the burger, walked back to the room, took the bun off, um, and then I picked up my stems and my caps and put them on the burger, 
They taste awful, by the way. They're fucking disgusting. I would put them on a burger or something. So I took, uh, I took, fun. I took about four grams. I weighed it out and I put, took about four grams. I put it in the burger and I ate it. And then uh, it was like around eight o'clock, I think. So I had been, I had been tripping for a little bit. I had kind of been in the midst of it, and I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm not gonna do these again. I might as well just eat the other gram. Mm-hmm. So I took a, I took a handful of Sour Patch Kids that I took, and I dumped the rest of the shrooms in my hand, and I literally just opened my mouth and I just, and then I chugged water and I just swallowed them all. Um, and then we went out and smoked a couple times. It's interesting to smoke while you're tripping, mm. because for me, it kind of mellowed it out which is absolutely perfect, but I was still behind the balls. I was still tripping. I was still having yeah. a great time, but it was still, I was a little more mellowed out. It was like, instead of like going, like think of a heartbeat where, you know, like it spikes and it goes down. Mm-hmm. My heart was basically doing that really fast. But then as soon as I smoked, it was very much more steady. And it was like a nice wave that I could ride. Um, so that was a ton of fun. That was an awesome night. Did and you do then, that school? Oh no, when you were at New England Tech. Yeah, doing a tech, I did that, but that was a ton of fun. My friend actually took me for a ride in his car, and he has like a souped-up like Infinity G thirty five coupe. Mm-hmm. I shit you not, I don't know if you've ever played Forza, but it's a it's a racing video game. I swear to yeah. God, I saw like I saw like a mile per hour thing, and like <laughs> it was so funny. I could swear to God, I could see like how fast we were going, like digital dials on the windshield. It was hilarious. Um, That's funny. My social life is. Pretty much, I have a, I keep a pretty tight, tight group. I always have. Yeah. It's always just been very few people that I've been very close with, and then I kind of have just a bunch of acquaintances and really good friends. But there's a few, there's a very small group that I keep extremely close, mm-hmm. and that's just always how I, how I've rolled and how I like it. I've never really been in the whole drama scene. Never have been. Never will be. Don't like it. Don't want it. It's annoying. I can imagine. <laughs> um have you noticed that like everybody in the dirty bird they all like travel in packs like yeah. there's never like someone who like bounces around from group to group but there's always like it's like three four five people like that are friends and they like will show up to the party stay together like leave together see that's 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 it's different about me is i'll just roll up solo or with my girlfriend i'll just yeah everybody's like oh who are we going out with i'm like the fuck Us. you need to go out with anybody <laughs> i got the address and the time i'll just show up you got a pregame somewhere then go to a second location and then go to the party see that's so much like i'd pregame at like one place and then i did see last year i used to go upstairs to um maria's and mm-hmm. then there would be like 45 people up there yeah Jesus. it was a lot Christ. but that's maria yeah i know I'm excited for her a little podcast interview because it's oh, going to yeah. be all over the place because that's oh. her. Yeah. <laughs> I just have to nail her down first. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, they'll never happen. Nope. Unless I come up. That's my plan. Oh, you got to come and visit, yeah. Yeah. They said the couch is always open. Yeah, sure. My couch is always open, too. That's good. Well, um, I went up over Christmas break when, like, Sam and Maria were still staying there. Mm -hmm. And I, like, called Sam, and she was taking forever, forever. So I just, like, scanned my, like, code and actually let me in. So 
maybe even I already canceled my housing, but I wonder if I can still like scan and swipe into my room without like needing them. I bet they're too lazy to change it. Oh, hundred percent. I don't think they're gonna put anybody else in your room either because of COVID. No, and like we had another roommate move out, and they didn't put anyone else in. <laughs> but um, people across the hall from the beginning had like instead of the six that usually is in the townhouse had five, and they just moved some like random like we know he's a weird kid and to their spot. Yeah, I got uh, one of my brothers moving in to the room behind this one, and then mm-hmm. somebody's moving into this room. So I'm gonna have no. Why? Spare Where are you bedrooms. going? This isn't my room. This is just one of the spare bedrooms. Oh. My room's kind of a mess right now, so. <laughs> Are the uh, North Street apartments nice? I heard they're uh, meh. They, they're they a little run down, honestly. I'm not going to lie and say they're fucking the Marriott. They're supposed but to get bulldozed this year. I I love it. Really? I have, I have a dishwasher, a full stove and oven with a stovetop vent, oh. um, a free microwave from the school a huge, like, large-sized fridge from the school, and then we get free laundry. That's so unfair. Like, you can't get much better than that. And nope. it's in a, a super good location. It's a, it's literally a block away from Myrtle. I can yeah. cut down to Campus Police, go up Congress, literally get to Myrtle, Highland, and Cedar. I can... Hammond, Hammond's right there. Mm-hmm. I can park my car literally right there north. It's a great location. I love it. Yeah. The, the trade-offs, I think, are worth it. It wasn't being offered last year, so. I Disability Services didn't do it. Because oh, they originally put me smart. in hobby with actually Oof. Dimitri. Oh, okay. Um, but I was on like the eighth floor and I had a yeah. roommate and I was like, fuck that. That's not happening. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I have diabetes. Can I, um, <laughs> can I have a single room, please? I don't feel comfortable giving my injections in front of other people. And they were like, That's sure. Yeah. Hey, Dude, if I got down. if I got if I got dealt this card in my life, I'm gonna fucking ride it till the cows come home. Yep, I would. It makes me sound like a bad person, but I would. Dude, I do it all the fucking time. I used to cut class because I used to be like, "Yeah, my shirt. Really? I gotta leave. Yeah, right before quiz or test. I didn't study for." That's smart. Yeah, dude. See, I got nothing like that. I know. I know. But now, mom, and they're not gonna. They're, it's, so it's, it's not. It's not like off. it's a shown illness either. It's not gonna be like, no. oh. So they're not going to be like, pull up your shirt and let me see your insulin pump. You know? I'd be like, no, unfortunately. Yeah. Can't do that today. Yep. I guess we can finish with APD and Greek life because that's something we both share. What about it? What do you want to know? I don't know. I I didn't like, that's the only one that I didn't like look at. Well, actually, no, that's a lie. Sigpi is the only one I didn't really look at. You want to know something? When I got here, I had a friend from orientation named Alex, Alex Hong. He's uh, mm-hmm. he's in Sigma Pi. You rush Sigma Pi. And oh, I know who actually, you're talking about. Yep. He's like, oh, Liam, do you want to rush together? And I knew nothing about Greek life. I didn't know what rush meant. I didn't know what pledging meant. I didn't. I knew fucking shit all. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, sure, I'll rush with you. And then I had gotten caught up with homework. And it was the day of Meet the Brothers. So Sigma went first, and then it was Sigma Pi. But I got the times mixed up. I thought... Sigma Pi was from 6 to 7, but they were actually 5 to 6 in the hub. So I showed up at like 5.55, so Sigma Pi was just leaving. Mm-hmm. And APD actually ended up being there. And um, Trevor Cormier, actually one of the brothers who's graduating this year, he had uh, added me on Snapchat during Rock the Block. Uh, Rock the Block. And um, I just kind of vibed. Everybody was kind of 
kind of chill. Nobody was too over the top, hard ass about it. It was just kind of a chill environment. And then went to the rush events and I was like, yeah, this seems like a group of guys that I can really mold with and kind of just be myself. I didn't want to, ha- I didn't want to have to join an organization where yeah, I didn't like, I wanted to be able to be myself and feel comfortable with being by myself. And like some of the other orgs, I didn't feel not to bash them obviously. Cause I no. think they're great dudes and I think they're great organizations and they do great things. But for me personally, I just don't think it was the fit for me and found a home in APD and I've loved it ever since. Perfect. Um, and then Greek Council, I didn't think I was going to get involved with at all. Me neither. Um, and then uh, last year, I got nominated for parliamentarian on the spot. I went up. I was like, fuck it, I'll do it. Went up, gave a speech, and then got nominated. And, I mean, got elected, held in parliamentarian, enjoyed it. And then obviously COVID happened, so Maria couldn't do much. And mm-hmm. the e-board couldn't do much. Um, and then Maria told me she was taking SGA presidency and she's like, would you do Greek council? And I was like, yeah, no, 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 no. And then I thought about it and I was like, huh, what could I do? And what couldn't I do? And I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll run. And I took it super seriously. That's how I felt. I ended up getting elected and I've enjoyed it so far. Next time, yeah. you t- next time you talk to Maria, tell her that I want my um, my gavel because she still haven't she still hasn't given it to me. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, she wants she th- she still thinks she's president. She's probably gonna keep it forever. You'll never oh, no. see it. Oh no, no, I'll burn that townhouse down. <laughs> I'm getting that gavel. It's gonna burn down one of these days with the amount of candles they have in there. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> or it's just gonna take Maria hopping up on the countertop and kicking one over. Yep, makes sense. Checks yeah. out. All I have to say about Greek Council is if Joseph, Joseph Richard Cattell III is listening, I'm coming for your money. I agree. That's all I got to say about that. God. Stingy with the cash flow. He is. Come on, I Joe. have to talk to Cut him. some slack. Because if I need to go for, to them for anything, for like a large sum of money. We got to get some dirt in Joe and then just blackmail him. I think that's the, good, that's the, like, the best plan. I agree. Because he can just go over the rest of their heads. Yeah. He yeah. doesn't need the committee. It's, no. Honestly, he's the deciding factor. It's not like we don't have the president on our side anyways. Yeah, that's true. And Sorry. vice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us go. Yep. Blackmail for the win. Yes, sir. Oh. Okay. This was a great episode. Yeah. Thank you for having me. We've been doing this for like a good 34, 35 minutes. Yeah, I'm quite easy. Didn't feel like that. No, that was awesome. That was great. Thank you for having well, me. Well, thank you for joining me. And no problem. We'll see everybody next week.